and it was a deeper level of releasing and letting go and I seriously had the thought of like if I die on this ride at least I'm going out screaming my face off in exhilaration and my son is happy. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, I'm so glad that you found us. My name is Ruby. I am a flow activator and I help entrepreneurs, business owners and CEOs all around the world access more income and impact in flow, meaning that it's more effortless and it's easy. So if you're wanting to explore more of this energy, you are absolutely in the right space. Today, especially, we are going to really, really get into the science of flow and in particular, digging into the topic of the art of letting go. I put out a signature post on my Instagram this week, which you can see here on YouTube, or if you're on the podcast, head to my Insta and you'll see it as my pinned post. And there you'll find an acronym around flow. The basis of the acronym is deeply steeped in the research of the grandfather of flow, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. And inside of the acronym, I've broken it down into how it applies to modern day business and specifically also how it applies to calling in more money. F stands for friction in flow. So you can't enter into flow without feeling a level of challenge. Don't run away from fear and challenge and feeling stretched by your goals. L in flow is letting go. So the letting go stage is actually what gives us that permission to enter the highway of optimal state. An optimal state, the O in flow, is really what a lot of people perceive as flow in general. You know, being in that slip lane of productivity, getting so much done, everything feels easy, sales are happening, whatever you're launching, it doesn't feel overwhelming. You're in this creative zone and all these beautiful ideas are coming to you and guiding you and you just feel outside of yourself. I recorded a podcast episode last week about the vanishing of self and time dilation. So it's in that energy where in optimal state, you don't really get distracted. You're definitely not even having time to compare yourself to every single other person. You are wholly and solely in your lane of optimal state. And then the W in flow is wins and wellness and giving yourself a minute to recover after having performed at such a high level. So I put this out there and you all just loved it. Oh, I really enjoy putting together these teaching posts and let's be real, it takes me hours and hours and hours to create something like this. So I'm forever grateful for those of you that are liking the post and leaving comments because a lot of energy and work goes behind it. Deb is back with coffee. She might edit this out. Let's see. <laughs> ah, this is amazing. This, this is amazing service. Oh my gosh. We are current. Thank you so much, babe. We are currently in Melbourne and um, we're here to host the workshop, which I'm so excited about. And Deb's been up since like 4.30 and I've been up since 5.30. <laughs> and I sat down to record the podcast episode and we just looked at each other and went, it's coffee time. <laughs> So now that I have my beverage, I am so happy. I shall take a sip. I'm so, so happy. Okay, so out of the flagship post, I asked everybody, what is it you want me to really focus on out of the four stages or the four states of entering flow? And 
resoundingly it was two and three. So I'm gonna start with two, which is the art of letting go. And then in a future episode, we'll talk about entering optimal state, but you can't enter optimal state without letting go first. And you can't let go without having a state of friction, something to really take you to that point where you feel super challenged. So let's think about this in terms of an analogy. A couple of weeks ago, we went on a holiday during school holidays and we ended up at a theme park. My son loves theme parks and he is one of those kids that is a hell yes to every single scary ride out there. And me and Michael are both not scary rides parents. I'm so sorry. I'm not cool, Teddy. I do not like it, but I did agree to go on one scary roller coaster ride with him and it was a water roller coaster. So as the roller coaster went down, it's the one where you get splashed. Don't ask me why I chose that one because yes, I did come out the other side literally looking like a drain rat, but that's okay. So as I'm preparing to get on the ride, they're giving you all the safety instructions and they're just like, as you go up, just relax but as you come down make sure you lean back lean all the way back and then I started to get really nervous because it felt so real now in flow this is the idea that there's friction it's like you want to run away I wanted to get out of the ride I wanted to make all the excuses you get what I mean well I was like to the point where I was about to say come on let's go as in let's exit the ride and all of a sudden I could hear everything going. The machine was going, the safety bell went off, and it was at that point that I just chose to let go. I was like, do you know what? I'm already here. It's almost this energy of, oh, fuck it. I'm already here. I've made the energy. I've lined up for 25 minutes. We're doing this and it's only gonna be for three minutes, so let's go. And as we're going up and up and up, there were like two big swooshes. So I was going up and up and up, and the first swoosh happened, I screamed my face off, it was so scary. And then it lines up again, and it goes up even higher to the next level up, and then it does a big swoosh. And the second time it came around, I'm like, what other choice do we have? We're going, we can't get off this ride. And it was a deeper level of releasing and letting go and I seriously had the thought of like, if I die on this ride, at least I'm going out screaming my face off in exhilaration and my son is happy. <laughs> anyway, needless to say, I will never be doing that particular ride again. Not only was I soaking wet, but it wasn't something that I say I enjoy whatsoever, <laughs> whatsoever. <sighs> the art of letting go. Sometimes it is a very conscious decision and other times you get to a point, just like on the roller coaster, where you just go, I give everything up and I release and I let go and I trust and I believe. It's like in the real world, when I decided to quit my job with my corporate company, I was giving up a very good salary, a very secure future. I had great friends there. I had an awesome network, for example, but something bigger was calling me. Something bigger was actually not even calling me, but it was like on loudspeaker. If you don't do this, you will always be left wondering. And once I handed in my notice, this idea of this friction came in of like, did I make the wrong decision? What if I made a bad call? I should call my CEO right now and change my mind and beg for my job back and tell them not to hire anybody else. But the day came, my final day at work came and I knew at that point I was handing in my pass. I was walking into a new future out of my old life. And there was this deep sense of trust, but also a deep sense of 
this is crazy. What am I doing? But also at the same time, it's the same thing. It's like, do you know what? hands up in the air, who cares? Let's go. I've already made this decision. And you know, when you get to that point where you think to yourself, what's the worst that could happen? And instead of talking yourself out of it, you're talking yourself into it. This is as close as a description I can get to what it feels like to let go in flow. There's no, you're not kicking and screaming yourself into optimal state. You are actually entering a state of full trust. And yeah, there might still be a level of if this doesn't work out, i.e. on the roller coaster, I might die <laughs> dramatic much. By the way, it was a roller coaster for kids under 12. So just to give you some context there, <laughs> wasn't even an adult one. <laughs> Anyhow, or in context of the business and quitting my job, the worst case scenario is that we're homeless, we don't have anything to eat, we made the worst decision ever, but in the biggest scheme of things, I could probably go and find another job. What does that look like for you? Or just take a minute to recall those moments. And I can think of so many now that I started to talk about it, because the reason why I want you to think about examples is because it's the closest energetic match you'll get as you apply the concept of letting go into whatever big, scary, friction-filled dream you have right now. So, I mean, another example, which I think might be useful for some, is for the longest time, I was so, so worried about timing when to have children. I know that a lot of you ladies can absolutely resonate with this one. And I was so worried about you know, how do I time it as such where I don't put my career at jeopardy, but I'm not too late that I missed the boat. And as soon as I fell pregnant, that the friction was, when do I fall pregnant? As soon as I fell pregnant, it was this whole body yes of, I trust that this is the right timing for me to build a family. And I'm so grateful I can build a family. And there was this energy of knowing that I was on my path, that this was a new chapter. So that's another example that I hope resonates and works well inside of this discussion. What has letting go felt like in the past for you? So once you've got that example, go back to that moment, that very moment where you know you let go and you went, effort. I don't care. I'm good. I'm here. I've made my choice. And there is this wash of liberation. There is this full-blown understanding of you made this choice to be here. You made the decision to choose this path and you're okay no matter what happens. The art of letting go, what it does is it creates this incredible magnetism and energy around you where because you've released the need for something to happen a certain way and you've released the control for how you think something needs to turn out, opportunities come out of nowhere and you are given the opportunity to have the best time of your life and a great story and also incredible growth and strength. Like once you come out the other side of letting go, you'll realize just how much stronger and how much growth you've gone through. Even though I said I wouldn't go back on that roller coaster, if my son begged me, I probably would have because at the end of the ride, I thought to myself that actually wasn't so bad. I would do it again. I don't know why I was freaking out so hardcore about it. If I go back to the energy of quitting and I go to the past version of me and I were to say this, and sometimes in meditation, 
I'd go to that past version of me or different versions of me. There's always this sense of, I wanna hold her hands and say, this is the right choice, girlfriend. Like you were meant to do this. You were meant to fly, now go fly. And it's so good on the other side. And there have been moments for sure when I have let go and I fully released it. And the thing that I was hoping for to happen didn't happen. And it was a complete flop or it was totally unexpectedly a terrible result, whether it be a launch that I've done or a friendship that I invested in or people that I have met and I thought, you know, we were going to have some sort of business relationship and nothing happened or we entered into it and it just ended up as a bit of a mess for whatever reason. You're never going to come out of those let go moments thinking, damn, I wish I never made that choice because deep down, you're gonna come out of that going, I learned something. I grew from that place. I became a stronger entrepreneur, mother, friend. I was able to draw better boundaries because of that experience. So no matter what happens, you're always gonna be in a place of betterment as opposed to a place of you know being two steps back. I definitely don't believe that when it comes to entering optimal state and letting go as a process. There are a few ways that you can also trigger some brain signals to help you let go. And I wanna finish off with that because it's one thing to talk about, yeah, just let go, get into the energy of it. But there are some very practical exercises that have helped me really let go and it's helped me really ground back into who I am. These are some examples and it might also bring on some of yours that work really well. If you're on YouTube, share with me in the comments what has worked for you in the essence of letting go to share with the rest of the community because I know a lot of people here are truly wanting to release because as soon as you do, your next chapter begins. There are seven of my favorite letting go techniques that I wanna share with you today. The first one is breath work. Now, not just any breath work, what works really well for me is a type of breath work called box breathing, or it's otherwise known as square breathing. Let me read out the definition of box breathing and you'll get a better sense of it, I think, as I read this out. So box breathing is also known as square breathing or four square breathing. It is simply an effective relaxation technique used to help people manage stress, anxiety, AKA letting go. And it's often employed in situations where one needs to maintain focus, reduce anxiety, or improve overall mental well-being because we know we go through the ringer when it comes to letting go. The technique involves four equal parts typically measured in seconds, making it like a square, i.e. a box, and here's how it's done. So how I would do it is I always go by counts of five. So I would breathe in for one, two, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, out, two, three, four, five, out, hold, two, three, four, five. So with that, you're creating this pattern and I would do that five times over and see how I feel. And I find this is such a beautiful way to let go and to create a sense of calm and a sense of groundedness. So give that a go. If you haven't tried this type of breath work before, go ahead and try that later on today when you're actively in that state of, I'm ready to move through the friction into letting go into optimal state. There's actually seven techniques that I have inside of the Instagram post. So if you haven't seen it, you can go there now. I'm not gonna go through each one, but I wanna highlight one other, maybe two others, that are just my go-to. 
At the moment, I am obsessed with EFT tapping and I love the EFT tapping. By the way, I have a free EFT tapping, which is tapping for impossible success inside of the bio or the show notes, wherever you're listening to it. And what this does is that you tap on the acupressure points that help you actually change at a cellular level, your belief system. It is so cool. And when you're tapping to let go, there are so many great things that you can almost just move out of your system. So you might begin with some that's holding you back and you're tapping at all the particular points that I teach you inside of the free tapping. So it could be, even though it's really hard to let go right now, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And even though I'm telling myself that letting go is one of the worst things I could ever do right now. I know that that's not fully true and I deeply and completely love myself. And off you go. Whatever it is that you're wanting to move through, you will feel this buzz and you will feel this confidence coming out of an EFT session. Trust me, it is so good. A more practical element of letting go is let's say you're wanting to actually sit down and get some really great work done. And what is holding you back from that is a ton of different decisions that you have to make and all these people who need to hear back from you and all these timelines and deadlines, and you can't let go, right? There's so much happening that your prefrontal cortex is in overdrive. I've talked about this a little bit. You need to help it slow down. You need to give it some space. You need to give it some energy, right? Like just to actually run through the decisions that you want it to run through. And a physical way that really signals to my brain, it's time to let go and it's time to enter optimal state is simply to declutter my space. If there is too much going around, whether it's my desk or whether it's my outside element, if there's a ton of mess over here, pile of clothes over here, stuff going on over there, my brain is still processing all of that. It's like, oh, got to fold those clothes later, got to clean those dishes later. That's really annoying. I don't like that. That's not aesthetically pleasing. Whatever the case is, there is so much unconscious thought happening that when you declutter and you have a clean space, it actually gives your brain a signal of that is out of your mind right now, out of sight, out of mind, and it's purely just you time. We're going to finish off this episode with some affirmations and I want you to find a comfortable space, listen to this as much as you need to get yourself in a place where letting go gets to be easier and easier. So let's begin. Letting go can sometimes be really hard and most times I'm doing it kicking and screaming, but I'd like there to be a reality where I don't do that anymore because I fully trust in my decision and I trust in something higher and bigger than me. I know that I'm meant to be on this path. I know that I'm meant to walk this purpose through my life. And right now, because I'm not letting go, it's holding me back. And I don't wanna be held back anymore. I'm really done with playing small. I can see things pretty clearly, but I can also hide things very well. And if there's anything that I'm hiding, sabotaging, or simply just burying my head in the sand and not seeing it for real, show me. I'm ready to see what's in my way. And I'm ready to let go of all of the fears that's keeping me from my desires. 
I choose to enter flow with ease and effortlessness. I've done it the other way before and it's only led me to feeling more burnt out. I want to enter into the truest form of flow state because I'm here doing the thing that I'm meant to do. Right now, I decree and I declare that I'm letting go of anything that's holding me back. I'm letting go of past failures. I'm letting go of other people's opinions. I'm letting go of my own self-judgment. I'm letting go of being so hard on myself. I'm letting go of the fear of success. I'm letting go of the fear of it never being good enough. I'm letting go of the fear of what might happen, good or bad. I'm just choosing to let go. And right now, I'm putting my hands up in the air and I'm saying loud and clear, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> Okay, so on that note, I hope you loved this episode. Let me know in the comments, share it with someone who you think might really need this right now. And if you loved it, I would so appreciate a five-star review on the podcast or a thumbs up, a subscribe on YouTube. It just helps get the message out to so many more people. Indicates to me as well that this is what you want more of so that I can create more content to help you step further into flow. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, make sure you choose the path that is effortless, that feels great, make more income, make more impact, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye everyone.